So, X of Swords is coming out, and everybody's getting swords. Guess what, guys? We're getting swords, too. What's your sword? What's your sword made of? Anxiety. Bri has an anxiety sword. Merc? Uh, I have a giant corn on the cob. Cool. But it's a heritage variety, so it looks like jewels and things. It's very nice to look at. Don't eat it, um, but it is bewitching. Well, you shouldn't eat a sword unless you're a sword swallower. You're a sword swallower. Yes. And my sword is Bry's sword, so. Oh, sword time. I was going to. This may appear to be only monkey business, but in reality, it's very serious, ladies. Zero issues comic podcast. Zero issues comic podcast. Hey, welcome to the show. We're here. Welcome. We're here, and we're all of us not afraid of no ghosts. I mean, I'm afraid of some ghosts, but we're not some. afraid of no ghosts. That's well, yeah, of course, yeah. No, why would you be afraid? True. No ghosts. I ain't. <laughs> uh, I'm Kyle. Uh, I'm Bry. I'm Merc. And, and this week we're not, and, and, and that's all of us. That's that's everyone that's on the show. Uh, this week we're doing a lightning round, so let's just jump right into it with the first topic, which is Crackacoom Character Storm. Today I've actually themed it, so it's all to do with food, uh, and that is because today's episode is brought to you by Matter Eater Lads Out of This World Clam Chowder. Because he can eat pretty much anything, but uh, when he wants to eat something good and tasty, he goes out of this world. Savory, spicy, and it doesn't taste like rusty metal bars. Out of this world clam chowder, available God knows where. So, uh, first up is uh, Pineapple Pizza Piper Pete. So I'm, I'm getting a bit of a Pied Piper feel, but it's Pineapple, he's the Pineapple Pizza Pied Piper Pete. Yeah. Yeah, his name's he, Pete. Yeah, he works all day in a button factory. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> One day his boss said, Pete, do you like pineapple on pizza? And Pete said, yes. And he started pushing pizza into his mouth. You could say he piped up and... No, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Improv, it's a no-butt game. <laughs> now he roams, he roams the land, piping away, and all the pineapple pizzas just go flying out of people's pizza boxes right at him. And uh, most most people, it turns out, are fine with that. Yeah, like Literally. that feels like it's an like an eight bit game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just walking along, do 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 do, boo boo boo. Pizza's Stuff fly. is flying out. I mean, it's a great soundtrack, though. You got to hear the the orchestral version of it. <laughs> they play in Japan. Yeah. All right, we'll move on to the next one. Uh, <laughs> Crumbs Malone. Crumbs Malone. Crumbs Malone. That's, uh, I think that that's one of uh, Bruce Wayne's, like, when he has to go <laughs> undercover in uh, in a cookie factory. Yeah. <laughs> as, as a as a, a mascot. He just, he puts on his old Crumbs Malone disguise and nobody <laughs> suspects that it's Bruce Wayne, who's actually Batman, I'll have you know. Yeah. 
I want I wanted to be like wearing a full on like mascot suit as Crumbs Malone, but he's still got to put the the sunglasses and the fake mustache over top. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but the mental image that comes to mind is like a fat Bubsy. <laughs> I uh I love it. I love it too. And I'm just going to Google fat Bubsy real quick. Oh god. <laughs> Bubsy is so oh. pregnant. Oh god. All right, number 3. The Patty Pan Man. The Patty Pan? If you're not if you don't know what a Patty Pan is. Which we is, don't. The no. Patty Pan is a, is a type of squash. Oh. It's kind of flat, flat and disc-like when it grows. Okay. It's smaller. So he's, he's a, a squash pan. boss. Sure. He's yeah. a squash. He's a sasquash. He's Man. a. Uh, he's. Yeah. He's like a. I believe you're onto something, sir. He's a. He's a Silver Age Batman villain who just like some of the themes. Like you know how like there's a Kite Man, of course. Kite Man's awesome now. Everyone loves Kite Man. Oh yeah. But. Uh, <laughs> but um, he's he's he just said like I'm just gonna be uh, a Patty Pan. That'll be my theme. There's a Moth Man. There's a Kite Man. I'm a Patty Pan Man. But he gets caught every single time because everyone asks him what that is. And he has to explain it like you just did. <laughs> yeah. And he tried to do like the utility belt and just like have a bunch of patty pans in, but they just got squashed and he keeps throwing them. And it's just like gross old rotting. And, he, and he's like, he's half. Well, I mean, squash, squash tends to last for a long time. <laughs> One of those is going to hurt somebody. Uh, but I, I like the idea of, of him explaining what a, what a patty pan is and halfway through each time just. Socko. Yeah, right in the kisser. Right in the face. By Kite Man flying by. <laughs> There's too many of us theme villains. Real quick question. How do y'all beat the heat? How do we beat that heat? How do you beat the heat? Um, With my power ring and boxing gloves construct. Just You're trying. You're just punching the air. You, it, I'm punching the heat. It definitely helps. Um, becoming a literal basement dweller. <laughs> it's colder down here. It is. It's true. It's one of the reasons why I'm recording at my office, because there is something close to air conditioning here. That's good. It's good to have. It's not It's not too bad today. No, I know. And I... Past couple of days have been... Lord knows I should not complain, bit. because, you know, in three months we're going to be cold and complaining about that, so... Mm-hmm. Exactly. Save your complaining for when it matters. I just record naked. Yeah. Are you with the fan wearing pants or oh 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 that he, he said yes and then nope. no so half a nope. pant he's got one uh, pant yeah <laughs> one pant I just got them half on and then they just he's the patty pant man you just have to staple them to your skin on that one side the outer thigh not so bad the inner thigh quite bad yeah <laughs> yeah. If you could do a true crime docu-series about a comic book villain, what do you think would work really well as, like, a docu-series about, like, somebody's, like, story about their crimes and their history? No, with with the caveat, no Jokers. Joker is too easy. Forget Joker. I would say even eliminate all Batman villains. Maybe all Batman villains. You might have a point there. Because those are all the go-to. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. My, my, my first thought is Doctor Doom. Just, you know, the life and times of Doom. Like, this is... He he came from nothing, <laughs> but he came from. But it's like a weird reality show. 
<laughs> they keep like no, no I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, like Ken Burns documentary, like slowly panning past pictures of of a young yeah, yeah. Victor Von Doom, and yeah, and that's when he discovered magic. <laughs> and it's narrated by uh, Keith Keith. Uh, what's his name? Keith David. Ah, Keith David. Keith David. Yeah, recommend Keith David. Yes, from uh, you know Keith, my buddy Keith. Yeah, you know Keith. Uh, I would like Craven the Hunter. I think that would be an interesting, like, he's got a weird backstory of, like, Russian oligarchy kind of thing. and uh, Yeah, and, like, is the chameleon, like, his half-brother or something? What's up there? I, yeah. I don't know. I, th- I feel like it might be half-brother or, like, adopted brother or something like that. Where they're brothers, but, like, you know, brothers. From a different mother. You do it like a docudrama, but it's starring Will Ferrell and uh, what's his name from Step Brothers? Oh, those two, two. John C. Riley. Yeah, yeah, John C. Riley as the chameleon. Oh, <laughs> it's a master of disguise. <laughs> uh, Dana and he Carvey just puts on the mustache. <laughs> just in turtle, the damn turtle. turtle outfit. Yeah, and, yeah, and Craven. Exactly. Craven has to hunt the man turtle, of course. <laughs> Writes itself. Uh, mine, I was trying to think of, like, because there's different kinds of true crime, um, you know, ones where, you know, you're talking about, like, you know, maybe don't know who this person is, or you're, like, you know who they are, but, you you know, they can't quite get it, catch them. I kind of like the idea, like, watching, again, I'll be gone in the dark, where it's, like, you, they have no idea who this person is. So, like, uh, a very, like, a six-part miniseries about the Sin Eater, I thought would actually, you know, you have them being like just stalking people in New York. I mean, like that's legitimately fits right in with that. And like the twist at the end, you have all this stuff with like this, these police detectives, these cops and stuff. So you have his who it ended up being in all these interviews and TV appearances and stuff talking about the Sin Eater case. That would be one hell of a doozy at the end where it's like this person who's been part of the show the whole time was hiding. Yeah, I just like the, Ooh, the idea of like plain sight. Like exactly. You know, comes out like 20 years later. Maybe people don't know the details. Yeah. Uh, along that lines, you could do the Hobgoblin. Yeah. And then the editor, the editors would fight who the actual person is. <laughs> and like, no, it's this guy. No, it's this guy. It's Ned Leeds. No, it isn't Ned Leeds. And it's Dana Carvey. Yeah, that's right. Turtle, turtle. What do y'all think Batman's favorite song is? Batman's Martha song. by Tom Waits. <laughs> Why would you say um, that song? Why would you say that song? <laughs> Why would you say that song? He's uh he he's just most of the time he's got the Saved by the Bell theme song trapped caught in his head. So he's like stalking mm. the night, but he's like, It's alright, cause I'm saved by the bell in his head the whole time. Batman. Yeah. That's weird. You said that and I immediately got the Degra- the grassy uh, junior high theme Ooh, song stuck in too. my head. Wake up in the morning, gonna catch some bad guys when I'm gonna go to school. He's gonna go to school. Yeah. I was thinking, say by the bell, the college years. I'm standing on the edge of this building. <laughs> See, I mean, he became the Batman to, you know, because he made a vow to his parents that night. But he maintains, like, the you know, the mental fortitude by watching Say by the Bell and, realize, and, like, Mr. Belding cannot maintain order in this school, but I will maintain order in this city. I, I will just, be the uh, the Zach Morris that, that this city <laughs> needs. Or is yeah. Zach Morris yeah. the Joker? Zach Morris is the Joker, obviously. Yeah. 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 Slater is Bane. 
Uh, oh, yeah. And Sc- <laughs> Screech is Professor Pig. <laughs> and somewhere in there is an episode title. Mm. <laughs> I haven't been reading a lot of new comics. I've been reading a lot of older comics. And I especially, I've been collecting the individual issues of a certain, like, 100-issue run of Avengers, which is like 150 to 250-ish or so. So I was, I'm not quite done, but I was like, ah, I'm just going to start reading this. I was going to wait till I had the whole collection. But I was like, ah, I need to read something. So I've been slowly going through that. And I got to... Uh, Avengers issue number 203 from 1981 and nobody can see it at home but I am holding up the cover here for the fellows to see Um, and it's a story about Beast and Wonder Man like on the town Um, and it's the most batshit crazy weird LSD infused are those like frogs like yellow frogs (laughs) um they are what they are. It's called Night of the Crawlers is the in the name of the, the storyline. And these are the crawlers. Basically, it's by Car- um, it's written by David Michelini. And the art is by the legendary Carmine Infantino, who is more known for DC stuff, but did do a number of, of Marvel things. Um, and Carmine has a very distinct look for his drawings. Mm-hmm. And it just gets really weird i don't know if he was delving into psychedelic drugs during this or he he was just having fun yeah he would do these weird um they're very artsy and very interesting but it's like it makes for a weird cut from regular kind of look to suddenly other look but basically the beast and wonder man are a night on the town they get lost and then they wander into the quote-unquote wrong part of town Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure it would, it would be nice and, if they would uh, wander into a store and buy some condoms for once. <laughs> you would think. I was like, look. Do they have look, Wonder Man not, size, gonna... though? Or beast size? I don't they know. stretch. Oh, boy. <laughs> they're, they're made of unstable <laughs> they... molecules. Mm. That's how Reed, that's how Reed stays wander... rich. His <laughs> <laughs> lesser known condom yeah. uh, industry. Well, I mean, like, also, um, like. In standard to read Richard's fashion, he he tried it on himself first, which is why two kids. <laughs> <laughs> and and each one of them has a big four number on it. Oh. Um, uh, um, and as soon as he walk, they walk into this quote unquote wrong part of town. It suddenly gets all smoky, like he's drawing weird smoke, and it's very stylized and weird looking. Um, oh, they're in the vapor. But district. apparently, there's these. <laughs> there's. <laughs> There's these creature called creatures called the crawlers, and they encounter this like gang of thugs that are hunting these crawlers. In they tell them about it, and they actually attack them at first, thinking that for some reason Wonder Man and Beast are the crawlers, but they look nothing like the crawlers. They look like small yellow frogs, like yeah. maybe four feet, three four feet tall. Um, they encounter this group, and then they realize, oh, no, sorry, you're not these guys. Oh, yeah, I realize who you are. You're the Avengers. And then they re- encounter a young Latino girl named Juanita, and Juanita asks them for help because her brother, Hugo Lopez, has gone missing. Um, and it's very, it becomes, very, like, this is 1980. It's very stereotypy kind yeah. of... Yeah, you don't say. Uh, <laughs> writing, yeah. Um, hmm. 
No like way. they they go down and they eventually they eventually do find him. Like they go into the sewers because they think that's where the crawlers are, right. and they find Hugo, and uh, he's like, "Hey, Anglos! Like, does anyone? I don't Latino know. Descent call? Yeah. I don't know. Can it doesn't seem. And saying si, senor, all the, like yeah, it just seems yeah. like a oh, in the yeah. fle- in the flesh, amigo, kind of thing. Um, well, sorry. So they eh? find him in the sewers. Exactly. Um, They find him in the sewers and he's hanging around the crawlers and they've actually become his friends. And these crawlers are smart. They can't they can kind of speak to Hugo, I guess, telepathically. Um, Would you say they're book smart or street smart? A little bit. Well balanced. Depends on which one you're. They were mortarboards and leather jackets. Yeah. Uh, so then they, all of a sudden the gang attacks and the crawlers and Beast and Wonder Man drive them off. They all of a sudden like burst into the sewer and they scare them off. Uh, so then Beast and Wonder Man bring Hugo home um, to mom and uh, the mother accuses him, uh, accuses Hugo of hiding from his chores. Isn't, isn't at all glad to see him that he's been saved in return, but no, you've been hiding uh, from doing chores and slaps him across the face. Uh, Bat- Beast and Wonder Man are like, uh, that's weird. No wonder he left and ran away. And then so they start to leave. And then two seconds later, Juanito chases after them. Hugo ran away again. Um, you've got to help us find him. Um, and basically, he's gone back to the Here the we go again. Um, yeah, so meanwhile, this this thug gang have somehow got their hands on dynamite um, and they've swam into the whatever river that they're yeah. in, like the Hudson or whatever, and gone to... They're like, this is where the drainage valve is. This is like the drainage pipe on the other side of where we found them. So he like, attaches all this dynamite. And then in the meantime, uh, Beast and Wonder Man have gone and found Hugo in, on the other side of this thing with all the crawlers again. Um, so then crawlers. this gang of this gang of thugs comes comes running in and starts throwing dynamite at them and like unlit just the trying to dr- they hurt <laughs> yeah <laughs> they, and it's exploding and he's they're trying to drive them back towards where the big dynamite right. is where they would blow them blow yeah, them yeah I get how crawler hurting um, with dynamite works I'm yeah not an but idiot. it's at the same time there's Hugo is there and Juanita's there and Beast and Wonder Man are there and he's like we're here to save you kids but they're throwing dynamite at them <laughs> um, they basically end up getting them to that point they blow the, the drainage area this huge wave of water somehow comes in and then out and then there's no water I don't know how that works but it catches Hugo only like the, the crawlers get pulled out none of the other people get pulled out but Hugo gets pulled out, and Juanita's like, no, he's caught in the water, and Juanita tries to grab him, um, and Hugo yells out, these are my friends, and I belong with them. I'm going home, Juanito. Goodbye. And he dies. Wait. They just let, they just, they blew up this kid, and this kid drowns. What about all the crawlers? And like that, the crawlers got washed out, okay, too. Okay, I see. They're dead. They're dead, so then Hugo gets washed out. He's dead. Uh, and then they 
go back to the mother and the mother is like doesn't care at all like no your son is gone and and Juanito is like oh it's it's no no he's not coming back Hugo's dead and she's like I don't care whatever he was just a pain in the ass anyway sort of thing um and then Beast and Wonder Man leave and catch they find a cop and they start to talk to him about like uh all this stuff this this crazy stuff just went down didn't you hear the explosions and nobody hears anything the cops don't know anything so i don't know if this is just some weird tone deaf story or this is an actual comment on racism and ghettos that the cops wouldn't like wouldn't know what's going on in there or wouldn't so care. what do you think the crawlers represent i don't know <laughs> it was just like i'm reading this like this is the most bizarre and it turns out this was Dave Michelini's last issue writing Avengers. That this was his swan so song. So he really he got to write his crawler story. Finally, yeah, he's I been, guess he's he was just in been there for waiting, a while, waiting to get to it. I mean, I was half expecting like the ending, like the last page, just like back to Studio Fifty Four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's pretty much it. You yeah. know what? And reading all these Avengers stuff, and especially since Wonder Man was introduced, and then Beast, yeah. Beast is like the dude on the town mm. and he's talking about getting women left, right, and center in the Avengers. I'm like, this is a weird, weird I mean, <laughs> he's got big feet. I they just the ladies love his fur. Yeah. I don't know. They just yeah. I mean it was it was you know, the seventies, eighties. Yeah. 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 Done. I love it. Yeah. Thanks. You know, I like co- there used to be one off comics. Yeah. I know, yeah. That's kind of a Those lost thing. It's like this a one is... issue, one comedy, like just, you know, one solid little fun little story. And that's it. Move on. No. Yep. Has no bearing on anything. Just enjoy yourself for one for a month. Oh, absolutely. I, I love a lot of those stories, but then sometimes they're just like, what? And especially, I urge everybody, Avengers 203, just go and Google some of those images. They are weird. Bry. Uh, you have 30 seconds. Pitch a Spider-Man movie. The timer starts now. <laughs> now! What? Oh, jeez. Um, 25 God. seconds. They've done everything. Um, I would... I want to uh, bring back Old Man, old man Spidey. You just, you know, they're bringing back <laughs> things. They're bringing back things. Bring back Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst and all of that. And literally do like a, you know, 45-year-old... Or older, like, you know, maybe whenever this happens, it could be, like, literally, like, a 50-year-old Spider-Man married to Mary Jane. Uh, I'm sorry, kid, time is up. Like that. And he's, and he's got cancer. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Or she's got cancer. That's it. Time's up. Oh, I was going to say he's an he's organic nope, web shooter, time's actually. Up. <laughs> time's up. <laughs> Merck, same question. 30 seconds. <laughs> same one? Same okay. question. Uh, you saw. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, I I would do Craven the Last Hunt. I would take that storyline of Craven hunting him down and actually kind of killing him and burying him, and that sort of like finally Craven gets his thing and actually kills Spider Man. He wears the suit and pretends to be Spider Man, just think he would be the better Spider Man, and uh, yeah. I think you both did great. <laughs> I really really liked that. Plot twist, they're the same movie. Both of them combined. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 
Actually, yeah. <laughs> Craven kills Craven kills forty five year old Toby McGuire. Yeah. Why, how like old is Toby McGuire? He might be older. I don't know how old he is. I have no idea now. He's perpet he's perpetually twenty five. Yeah. But also fifty? Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's both. He's got those yeah. soft, soft hands, but those old feet. Mm. <laughs> uh, all right, so I have a round of MFK for you. First one is uh, the the hunks of classic comic strips. You got three choices. You got Beetle Bailey, you got Dagwood Bumstead, and you have Popeye. MFK. Mary Popeye. Uh, oh, really? Fuck wow. Dagwood, and kill Beetle Bailey. I mean, Pop. I'm not, I'm not gonna want to stay with Beetle Bailey. Or Dagwood for the rest of my life, but uh, Popeye live in a boat, see the world. I like spinach. I I would marry Dagwood because he seems like he might provide mm-hmm. a good home and be kind of a stable kind mm-hmm. of guy. I would uh, fuck Popeye because mm. those arms. <laughs> he'd man he he'd manhandle oh, me yeah. good, um, and uh, I would kill Beetle Bailey and see if I could get some uh, military oh, pay. Oh, that's a good one. You know when you know when Popeye like squeezes a can of spinach and it like flies out into his mouth? Yeah. Did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a horrible visual. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> 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 and then he'd do that laugh. <laughs> Olive oil pulls up with a lot. <laughs> 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 um, you know, right. you you both killed Beetle Bailey, right? Did you both kill Beetle Bailey? Yes. Oh yeah. I'm gonna I'm yep. gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pick F Beetle Bailey because uh, really, it, it's not it's not because I want to. It's a pity it's fuck. Not, it, it is. It's a pity because fuck. Whether or not whether he gets killed by uh, Kyle or Merc, he's going off to war and dying. So you know what? Just just give him that before he goes because he's done for. He's just absolutely done for. Uh, and between the other two, I gotta I gotta go with uh, kill Dagwood because Blondie was way cooler before Dagwood came around, and uh, she, need, she, was. she needs her oh, life yeah. back. She needs her life back. She's never gonna leave him, so somebody's got to take care of this for. Her. Going all the way with Popeye. I mean, like the. I'm just the I'm the murderer to do it <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but... And then yeah, Popeye. I, I you know he's a kind of a violent, crude guy, but he's he's very loyal. And he's very devoted, and I feel like you'd be happy together. I feel like we can do it. And like Toby Maguire, he's got those soft hands. <laughs> <laughs> well, as he crushes your spinach. <laughs> That's going to be the new Woof. euphemism. I mean. Oh, just crush. You crush my spinach. You can have baby. that all the time. <laughs> but would you want it? Would you want it? Yeah. I was either going to do Hulk knockoffs, but they're not actually that good. Uh, but instead, for this scenario, uh, you must imagine that you are an anthropomorphic cat. Done. So it's not weird. It's no. not weird because you, too, are a, an anthropomorphic cat. <laughs> I already said done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and your your choices are uh, Snagglepuss, uh, Top Cat. And Fritz the cat. Top cat. Remind me. He's the one. He's got uh, like a vest. And, he had a vest and a Sorry. hat. Oh, it's like a Hanna Barbera, yeah. or like that's You know yeah, what? Okay. Or and okay or with if, with with Snagglepuss, mm. 
Is it like the new Snagglepuss? Any Snagglepuss you want. Or the original Any thing? or all. All right. From Yo Yogi Snagglepuss? Right, right. <laughs> I will marry Snagglepuss, but it's going to be the new DC Snagglepuss that's like the playwright. Yeah. Tennessee Williams Snagglepuss. Fan- yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the fantastic gentleman. Yeah. Um, just seemed like just a, a solid, solid partner. That seemed good. Can't um, top, top cat. I'll, I'll f top cat because <laughs> I die. <laughs> I don't really know top cat enough. They'll be like, yeah, one night stand. Let's try you out. Um, and then I'll, I'll kill Fritz the cat because really, there's precedent. Uh, I would was. Uh, I would I would fuck Fritz the cat. Uh, be- well, I would I would go and you know get it. Yeah. I I'd be double bag it. Well, that's not how that works, but okay. <laughs> One's enough. Uh, <laughs> I get it now. I was like, yeah. that's a rocket ship back there. It's what not is- a ro- oh. yeah yeah. It's a rocket ship <laughs> with the, you know, it's got the boosters and the exhaust <laughs> yeah. thing and the big condom that goes over the rocket ship to protect it from uh, space rays. <laughs> yep. You know what you have to do now is you have to take that and write a little four on it. Yeah. That. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Put it on there. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'd fuck Fritz the cat. Uh, I would kill Top Cat. Yeah. Because I don't get what he's supposed to be. I think Sergeant <laughs> Bilko. I think it's supposed to be Sergeant Bilko. Maybe. That's possible. Uh, yeah. And I would marry, that's right, that girl cat from Heathcliff. <laughs> so, I don't think that was a choice. <laughs> it's always a choice. Give this to me. Last second plot twist. <laughs> I need this. <laughs> please, um, please, let me marry the girl cat from Heathcliff. Kyle, come on! I, 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 come on! Cat, uh, anthropomorphic cat bride will officiate that wedding. I will get my certification. Um, okay, I am going. Mm, yeah, uh, I'm gonna kill Fritz the cat as well. Um, you killed him too, right? Right, Merc? Yeah, I did. Which is as well as uh, the ostrich originally yes, did. Of course. I mean, one, yes. there's that. There is precedent, and two. Your other two choices are getting what he's got and you don't want it, mm-hmm. or having to be married to that. And, but what he's uh, got, you got to get and put it in you. <laughs> what he'd so like he's is he'd like it's... to hug and kiss you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic! Yeah, so he's uh, there's no way that either one of those two is going to end well. So uh, I'm left with no choice. Um, uh... And I got to agree, actually, on the other ones. I couldn't really decide, like, uh, you know, an evening with Snagglepuss. Maybe that's a good time. And But, who? But again, who is Top Cat? Who is Top Cat? Are you getting invested in Top Cat? You enough so that you're going to spend Cat. the rest? You're the one who picked Top Cat. <laughs> it could have been yeah. Felix, but we... It could have been Garfield. There's so many cats. It could have been Garfield. Well, Garfield's more of like a cat cat. I want like a, you know, like an anthropomorphic cat. More of like a... Okay. They're both anthropomorphic. Uh, but I want a cat that's walking around, wearing clothes sometimes, mm. acting like a human. That's you a could cat. P- you could have picked Beast in full that's cat true. mode. Tigra. Yeah. That girl cat from Heathcliff. Yeah, it's true. Too late, though. <laughs> she's already my wife. Yeah. Yeah, too late. She's taken. So you, you know, stay the hell away from my cat. 
Uh, with Top Cat, I think, like, you know, maybe something happened back in Cat College, and it's like, oh, that guy. Oh, we don't talk about that. But Snagglepuss, you know, there's there's something there, I think. There's just something there. There's just something captivating. It can't be denied. I loved that pause. Mm-hmm. And then the quiet, <laughs> there's something there. Enter could stage we? right. No, I couldn't. Or could yeah, I? Enter- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> When you were a kid, we've all, we all, you know, we were kids and we read young adult fiction and comics and whatnot. What was the scariest thing you remember reading? Was there anything that like stuck with you was like, ooh, this is scary. Uh, it's an obvious choice, but, um, you know, the scary stories to tell in the dark with those mm-hmm. drawings. Those draw, and it wasn't what I read at all because it was just like, eh, who cares? But there was yeah. one, um, drawing there's a few that were like you know they're famously horrifying i I forget the artist's name somehow but um there's like a guy like a disheveled looking guy with like a knife pointed at you i think yeah and i I don't know why i had it the minute i saw that i was just like this person is going Mm. to kill me and i was literally afraid that this this drawing was a real person who i would like in the dark run into one time with this knife where I could not sleep. And then it went on to, my dad was working nights at the time, and eventually I stopped being scared of it, and I'm like, but what if the drawing man goes after my dad at work in the middle of the night? And then I also couldn't sleep because of that. I had to wake, I had to stay awake until I knew I heard him come home, and I'm like, okay. The, the, the knife drawing didn't get him. <laughs> sure, but you know drawing. Wow. Yeah. I, 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 listen, that just came out of me. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, Wow. I, I mean, I feel very similar about uh, – it was a weekly World News article that I remember seeing. Uh, we were driving home from Duluth. Bat but, Boy? No, it was, it was not no. Bat Boy. Uh, but we stopped in a little – we stopped in Grand Marais and stopped at like this little gas station. And there was a weekly World News with – the cover was Horse Born with Human Head. And <laughs> – oh. Human head horse kept me awake all night. <laughs> Should have been titled like Awkward Centaur. And it had like a goofy face that was like covered in hair. And like, I didn't understand it. I couldn't have figured out like, you know, I would have been six or seven at the time, maybe. And, you know, it, what it obviously would have been is, you know, this farmer was fucking a horse or vice versa. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. But I just thought like, no, sometimes that happens. Sometimes animals just have human heads, I guess. <laughs> I uh, no no fear. I, I I no like when I was a kid I I I can think of movies that I would have seen that scared the crap out of me. But like really like stuff I read I remember reading like horror esque stuff that I was like yeah I just found it really interesting but I never really found it that scary until a little bit later and so I wasn't young young but maybe like I don't know early early yeah. teens. And I, and I read Communion by oh, Michael yeah. Stryber. Uh, and it's his, he was a writer, but he was, started having, it's his actual story of him remembering that he had been abducted by aliens. And the way that he describes this is fucking terrifying. And it was one of those ones that, like the, you know, the grays with the big yeah. almond-shaped eyes. And the way that he describes that is absolutely mind-bogglingly terrifying 
And I remember lending it to a friend of mine who I still know to this day. And, and we occasionally, that comes up a conversation and we both immediately are like, that's the scariest yeah. book I've ever read. It's just terrifying. But yeah, that's about it. All right. Just, just to put a button on this. There's the horse. Oh my God. Oh, Whoa. I've seen so that. Scary. I've seen that. Oh, oh my God. And it like, it's not a it's handsome. It's not right. It's very not okay. It No. It is not a handsome face. a long face. face. All right. Superhero branding. So they get branding, marketing, branding, and coming up with a slogan. You got to do a, commercials. Uh, some sort of marketing. Exactly. Ah! Um, I'm going to name a superhero or like or just some sort of comic character. And uh, you can come up with some sort of branding twist on how okay. they would do that. Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor himself? I would just say Lex Luthor, the man of tomorrow. And then he would Mm. copyright it so no one else could use it. (laughs) (laughs) A few years later, he's like, my power suit, made of steel. I'm the man of steel. (laughs) Copyright that too. Um, Vigilante. And I mean like the gunslinger with the hat and the bandana. That vigilante. Guns don't kill people. Um, I kill people with my guns. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I I wrote a face mask. I wear it for your safety. And so you don't. And so you don't ID me when I shoot you. Yeah. With my guns. (laughs) My guns. Bang, bang. I surrender. I, 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 uh, I'm at a loss for vigilante. What if Grifter was a cowboy, kind of? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. He's uh, I'm the gri- I'm the original Grifter. He's the original Grifter. Oh, see now he's like appearing as Grifter at birthday parties. <laughs> oh, Who are you going to call? Grifter. Grifter. <laughs> uh Iron Fist. Ooh. Mm. I have the TV show was not authorized and much more interesting than that. Yeah. Were you aware that he was the champion of Kun Lun? Oh yeah. Good thing he's rich and has his own private plane because he can't get on with those deadly weapons. By which I mean his fist. Just the one though. (laughs) Just the one. Just the one. Just one. Yeah. It's funny because he catches he throws and catches with his right hand, but he makes a his fist onto a thing of iron with his left hand. Left hands for business, right hands for pleasure. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> sorry. I am sorry. <laughs> or my personal favorite, Fisto. You're in good hands. And good hands in you. <laughs> and good hands are in you. Exactly. <laughs> This is a very short one, I promise. Okay. One okay. more thing to end. One yep. more thing to end it on. Okay. Uh, so let's sort of do the ending stuff, and then I'm going to ask this last question. Okay. Oh, I like it. All right. So. So who are we? Uh, my name is Merck. You can find me at MerkAsylum.ca. M-E-R-K-A-S-Y-L-U-M.ca. Merck on Facebook. Merck a not like astronaut on Instagram. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, I'm Bry Kotick. You can check out, uh, you can technically check out my comic at welcometohereafter.com. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, and I'm Kyle Lees, and you can check out my stuff at thekylelees.com or by just looking up the Kyle Lees. 
Uh, and the final thing, Bri, this is a question for you. Could oh. Goku beat Superman in a fight? You have 30 seconds. Uh, no. You have 25 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> I just, you know, I just... Just 20 uh, seconds of silence. Oh, but it's like, are key attacks technically magic? We've done this before. We've done this For you, I belch for you, my fine Irish mistress. <laughs>